recording. Someone do a cap save. Hi folks and welcome to Wait for Catverse, a conversational podcast where four friends watch and view every single Studio Ghibli movie in chronological order. I'm your host Ali and today I'm joined by Eddie. Hello. Abby. Hi. And Mark. Hey. Uh, this is the fourth episode of Wait for Catverse, which means it's the fourth movie, uh, fourth Studio Ghibli movie in a row, which is uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. Yeah. Woo! Hooray! Uh, a movie that I absolutely love. Um, I'm so glad we got this one. I'm so glad we made it this far, you guys. Um, <laughs> moved in. The fatigue is already showing. I didn't believe we'd make it. To me. I thought we'd stop at Grammy Five. <laughs> <laughs> we'd all be too sad to carry on. I thought I'd give up cinema forever after that film, but here we are. Um, let's do. You just given up instead. Yeah. <laughs> let's do uh, maybe initial thoughts, and then we'll jump into kind of like the plot of the movie and bits we liked and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Eddie, what did you think of Kiki's Delivery Service? And have you seen it before? That was my initial thought. Was I haven't seen this one before because I don't know which ones I've seen at this point. I thought I had seen this and I hadn't. And it was a nice surprise. It was a nice surprise. I liked. Um, actually, I also got through like most of it and I was like, "There's nothing supernatural about this one," and then realised she's a weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is super cool, right? And I, yeah. something will come to. I guess yeah. she um, starts the movie by flying away. Her yeah, no, but it's like <laughs> all the other ones. They're like fantastic. Like this is just like, oh, she just flies. It's not like amazing. Anyway, that's a whole. It was good. Yeah. My Mark? impressions. I have not seen any of them, as we know, um, and this was one I just enjoyed from start to finish. Absolutely loved it. Everything about it was just very joyous and gave me a lot of happy feelings. <laughs> Ali? Um, I had seen it before, and I hated it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I loved it. It was so good. Um, yeah, it's just a lovely, fun film. Yeah, it's it's um, it's really nice. It's a, quite a special movie. Like I going into this kind of had forgotten how much I loved this movie like I've messaged like text you all as soon as I've, I was watching it like oh my god I love Kiki like <laughs> I've forgotten um I think looking back this must have been one of the first ones I saw because it brought back a whole bunch of like nostalgia for me and like some stuff we'll get into about like the the plot of the film that like really speaks to me and I just like was completely swept up by mm-hmm. it um I just think it's lovely it's a really really special film and also I like the sort of the tone of it in terms of it just being a little bit lighter yeah than some of the others that we've seen even though um, Totoro was light in some areas it was still dealing with like family deaths and yeah and, and the like so that's what the first sort of three films have had sort of common themes where this was like this is a little girl finding her way in the world but in like quite a pleasant way yeah definitely. it wasn't too dark it wasn't too harrowing which yeah. I really enjoyed yeah definitely mm-hmm. um that seems like a good point to jump in uh we'll just like run through kind of like the big story beats i guess and talk about things that we like things that spoke to us um hell yeah uh so the movie opens with um like this really really lovely shot of like kiki asleep on the side of a hill she's listened to her radio um and then she realizes that like it's going to be a uh full moon and it's uh the perfect night she says the perfect night to um to leave home and begin her journey as a witch um, so she like runs back through the town mm-hmm. and goes to her mum's house. Um, and we kind of like find out that her mum is like, I guess used to be a witch. She lives in like this kind of like uh, picturesque, um, almost like Hansel and Gretel-y kind of like yeah. um, mm-hmm. house covered in vines and plants. Um, and it's interesting that you like you comparing it to like Totoro and 
uh, Lapitero, obviously going with the Fireflies. Like one of the first things that kind of struck me about this movie is like, oh, it's like a quite a normal, nice family. Yeah. Like they're all there. They're, there's a mum. There's a mum <laughs> and a dad. Like yeah. and an old lady. A token old lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, a, film, with a large face. Very big, big face. face. They yeah. always have old women with large faces. Mm. Except for the creepy old lady later. Which creepy old lady? Creepy old lady. Oh, yeah. Who well, isn't actually creepy. I love creepy. Oh, Alberta. When the, I don't yeah, know sure. their names. Well, learn them if you're going to criticise them, Edward. <laughs> That's actually like a weirdly good point. I like going like after I finished this movie, I was like, I don't think I know any of the apart from like Kiki and um, Gigi. Gigi. Gigi yeah. <laughs> yeah, clever, clever really clever there. Um, what's really good about? <laughs> <laughs> what's really good about Kiki is that we're not going to be able to get the name wrong. I mean, I will try. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the tomboy. Yeah. What's his name? Tombo. Tom, Tom, it's very good. Um, so yeah, like we're introduced to Kiki um, in this scene. She's a thirteen-year-old girl. She's obviously like trained to be a witch. She's just turned thirteen. It's the perfect night to leave home, um, which I guess is like a similar theme to what we've seen, kind of like before the idea of like um, a child going going off their own and like having an adventure without kind of like parental supervision. Um, but I think this movie is interesting in the way that like the framing of it is like it's the done thing. It's almost kind of like. Um, has like a Pokemon kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I remember it's especially like, okay. with Gigi as well having the little cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what I really liked was just them introducing the world of witches in such a normal way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it also gave me very much of um, his dark material vibes as well. The fact that they, this world just coexists with magical creatures and yeah. it's yeah. not this big crazy thing where it's like Harry Potter them versus us. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, oh, this is the way of life. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that it was, <laughs> that it was obviously these witches are like old school and people like haven't seen them for you and she's like floating around the city and she's like this guy's like oh we haven't seen witches for so long cool I would like to say that it wouldn't be a Studio Ghibli film without a bumbling dad Right yeah. Start. yeah, yeah, immediately. But in like a very, I mean, we see him for like all of a minute yeah. and a half. But and he like destroys his car. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like all the luggage off and he breaks someone's legs. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that the in like the op- that opening scene is like a really really nice moment of characterization between yeah. Kiki. Like you immediately get a feel for her. Those like first five minutes of like you introduce to like her the dynamic between her and her mom. He's obviously like. Is a, is a much older witch and like makes potions and potions. and like gives Kiki her broom and oh, this... that was one of the things I noticed where, especially um, seeing her later on in the film as well she was like oh I haven't had a chance to teach Kiki all the things like all about potions both times we've seen her make potions mm. she breaks the glass <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to pass down to her love? all she ever does is <laughs> make potions yeah. as well apparently break glasses <laughs> Um, yeah, and then the movie like pretty immediately jumps into like the kind of the main framing, which is Kiki going off on her own. Um, she like as a witch needs to go and find a town of her own to like look after and kind of uh, be the years experience. Yeah, yeah, twelve months experience as like yeah. the resident witch of a place. Um, but yeah, I just think it's a really lovely way to open the movie and like witch's gap here. <laughs> oh, yeah. But instead of uh, Thailand, it's like. A really lovely coastal town. Like, yeah. Sort of Italian Portuguese yeah. hybrid of a place. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, Kiki like leaves home. As an interesting point, I was reading something basically about like there's a lot this movie does around like issuing like some stereotypes and like turning things on their heads. Like someone was made a note about the idea that like midnight is the perfect time to leave home versus like 
the Cinderella trope of like you have to be home by midnight. I thought oh. it was quite, inter- quite an interesting like um, read on that situation. <laughs> but yeah, she leaves home, um, and then we kind of like the credits roll, and like even even like at this point in the rewatch, I was like, oh god, I love this movie. I'd forgotten how how much I like adored it. Um, like the music swells, we see her like flying. There's a storm. Um, something about just like the animation of like Kiki on a broomstick, I think, Beautiful. is so mm. wonderful. Yeah, she like, has that hover. She like hovers over the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, as she goes past. It's yeah, good. it's really, really lovely. Um, and obviously, she takes her radio with her. Um, and then she kind of like there's a big storm. Basically, uh, she runs into um, the first of many shitty teens in this movie. Yeah. Um, that like really snobby witch. Yeah. Um, Wait, she was in the hay. That's no, this is before. Oh, so she, okay. she, yeah, she runs into like the weird snobby teen who's like, turn your radio off. She does have great hair though. Yeah, she does have great hair. <laughs> and a cat with a weird, with a weird neck thing. Doesn't the cat have like a really weird? It's a rough... neck. I think it's a necklace, isn't it, that matches her? Uh, she's got like a long neck. Um, but it's very cute. And also, like speaking of cats. Um, we immediately introduced the Gigi who's so good and so small so tiny, yeah. tiny um, with the size of a hand do you recognise that voice? Uh, I didn't recognise the voice why? who's the voice? because he plays Troy McClure mm. in the Simpsons <laughs> really? yeah. Yeah. that's so funny oh. also in Mark's niche corner he plays um, the sort of really um, sleazy neighbour in Jingle All The Way Oh, that is you know British. when Arnold Schwarzenegger's going off to find Turbo Man yeah. to get the toy on Christmas Eve because he's left it this late and then that's when the neighbour's like I'm going to slide on in and try <laughs> to hit on his wife he's like I'm going to make you eggnog and then there's this stuff in the rain <laughs> oh we're oh, doing oh. a is this the uh, Jingle yeah. All the Way podcast yeah okay. <laughs> is that a euphemism what eggnog eggnog <laughs> That's how you say it, isn't it? No, it's just, yeah. I'm, oh. I'm going to make you egg I'm going to make you egg <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make your egg Because oh. oh. it's our first explicit tag. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that. Um, I like... Yeah, GG. Yeah. And like, the voice is so... It's just like the most adorable tiny cat with like the flattest, most like dulcet-toned voice. It's so, yeah. so good. You reminded me of the cat from hey. Sabrina. Yeah. 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 Hey! I'm the cat. <laughs> Not like that. Oh, hey. yeah, that's, those famous lines from hey. Sabrina. Hey, you know, just like dry sense of humour. Yeah. He's yeah. like, hey! He doesn't. He's got That's what I was doing. <laughs> Got a full task. Hey. Um, but I think, like. <laughs> that's what he says. Even even just like this, even this bit, which is just the credits playing, does so much to like build the world. Like, mm. we get introduced to another witch, we see that, like, there's already this kind of like friction between like how you're supposed to behave as a witch and like mm-hmm. kind of like um, the difference between Kiki's like kind of rural town and this kind of like snobby teen witch is mm-hmm. like going back to the her big city with like the Moulin Rouge uh, yeah. windmill and stuff. Yeah, well, it's um, a clock tower, isn't it? No, in the, the, the like Sorry. moody teen witch she meets on the way, oh, like dips off back oh, to her town and has like it's all lit by neon lights and stuff. Jumping ahead because of that weird old man in the clock tower. Oh my god, can't wait to um there's there's also a bit uh in this like opening sequence where like there is a very very little classic ghibli military tech in this in this mm. film but you immediately see a piece of it um when she's flying around she like <coughs> sorry cool uh as she's flying around she like flies under a giant warplane which is like we yeah. just see it for like a second but i i, I thought it's interesting that like even in this movie um you can't escape like some of those yeah. Kind of like influences and that, that thing in the back yeah. of your mind. I think that that's sort of apparent throughout the film, isn't it? Like the mix of the fantastical and sort of the industrial as well, yeah. which I like yeah. in the Ghibli films. And this one does it like quite on a level. Yeah. You see, well, maybe not actually, you probably see less of the magical stuff. Yeah. 
um, but it's still quite interesting the way that, that it just works together so well. I think like it's very, it seems very different to me. Like even that the theme song is a very different kind of theme song to mm. the other um, Ghibli films that we've mm-hmm. seen so far. It's all kind of like jingly jangly, whereas yeah. this seems more like epic. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Which is strange because the the film itself doesn't really do much. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, not yeah. not at all. But I suppose maybe that reflects in in her world that is an epic journey yeah. that she's yeah. going on. So. Yeah, it's true. Um, I thought it's interesting that like um, as we said, like uh, we kind of just jump back slightly. Like she's um, thirteen when she leaves home, yeah. which is like I feel like is the old of like the three we've seen so far, like Laputa, Totoro, and maybe the Fireflies. Um, she's like the oldest character we've seen, which I thought was interesting. She's not like a little a, a small child. She's not like a young girl. Well, she well she obviously is younger, but she's kind of like it's this further step towards adulthood and yeah. adolescence which is obviously kind of like mm. the one of the big themes of the film yeah this is like definitely like a coming of age film yeah. rather than like a witch film yeah absolutely <laughs> and it just yeah. so happens that she's a witch yeah. in this world um but you do notice that she is a 13 year old when she just lands in that train and she's like right i'm just gonna sleep here for the night. <laughs> yeah. like, you don't know where that train's going yeah, yeah. yeah very true and like rats and that's a weird thing to worry about. But I was watching it like, mm, rats in there. Rats in there, and probably. Cows licking your feet. Yeah. Oh, but that was fun. Well, I don't think cows in there. There, that was, is, there were cows, cows in there, there. really? Yeah, she wakes up and her foot goes to the bottom, and the cows licking her foot, and she's like, hee hee. Um, well, when she does wake up, she pops her head out the window, and then we get our first glimpse at um, the town that she's gonna like move to. She like immediately sees it and goes, "This is the one for me. I want to go yeah. there straight away." Um, yeah. I laughed out loud. There was a bit. Uh, he says to that match, it's the same man who's like, oh, you're the first witch I've seen in a long time. In the clock tower. Maybe in the clock, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's like, oh, no, we don't have any witches here. And he, she just says, that's great. Our trip the, is over. We're staying here. Thanks, mister. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> is that the only person you <laughs> ask? Yeah, <laughs> and even like, <laughs> even like Gigi <laughs> for that first, like, their first day there was like, maybe we should go. Like, people don't seem to like you here. Um, yeah. And he she- caused a massive pile up <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the street. Yeah, she, so she fl- many sh- clock towers. Yeah, so she's so been speak, arrested already. Speaking of many clock towers, um, we have this like gorgeous opening shot of this town. Earlier, I mentioned like jokingly that oh, I can't remember any of the names um, from this film. I can't. I don't think we do. We ever even hear the name of the town? I, I, uh, it's Karika. Yeah. I think I just read that. Yeah, I read that, but yeah. I didn't. I don't think you, you I, hear I, it. I can't remember hearing it. Which is quite nice. I think it like it has such a, like a sense of place anyway yeah. that like yeah. it's, it's and it is, that you don't even need a name for it. What I was reading, it is supposed to be a fictional town. Yeah. And it's um supposed to be if the world war if the world wars didn't happen. Uh, okay. Um, oh. So that's why it's sort of a mix of yeah, because it has like a has, yeah, it has like a forties fifties vibe. Yeah. But then it's got like modern technology. Yeah. As well, like it feels a bit more modern than. Something like Grave of the Fireflies. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of just phones, but they've been for a long apps. time, haven't they? Yeah, <laughs> um, I saw someone get an Uber. In the <laughs> That's where I knew. Yeah, product placement. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, she flies over the town and she meets um, the this glo- the glorious man, the clock tower. Who, like oh, you yeah. said, it's just like, oh, there's not any witches here, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and it's cool to have and you can be here then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like Size. weirdly a bit of like Chekhov's gun happens where it's like we just show you the clock out at the beginning of the movie and you're like okay well, this is quite a cool building and then mm. obviously at the very end it comes back but like spoilers um, spoiler alert but yeah it's really I just think it's lovely like I was so taken with like from this point on like this place that she visits and travels to I think it's just like so lovely. I just want to move there immediately. Yeah, I know, that's what mm. I thought. And it's so fully realised as well yeah. as a place. It isn't just like mushed up shapes together. Like you can actually see different streets and shops fronts and 
hills and bridges and yeah. forests and stuff like there is a lot of thought has gone into the design of the city and you um, see a lot of people really nice. yeah. see a lot of people's faces and like they're all like could just be characters in, yeah. the, fil- in, in the film unlike other ones where it's just like like in Grave of the Fireflies it's just like because it's so spread out as well yeah. Yeah. and like everything feels a bit more empty yeah. this feels busy and may, may, uh, it could be just the animation styles of the time but it could be a, a conscious thing of Grave of the Fireflies it's supposed to be about these two kids and like we were not going to focus on anything else because mm. it's not their story whereas this is actually a girl coming to find herself in a new town yep. in a new city and they meet all these new people because from where she comes from it's a bit rural yeah like any sort of ghillie yeah yeah, yeah yeah and you do have that like obviously like you mentioned earlier like that contrast between like where she grows up and where she comes from and this kind of like big glamorous city i guess um and that contrast between like rural and metropolitan mm. i did think like watching this again i was like gosh she's i, I know that the conceit of the movie is like you go off on your own and you just like uh, land where you land but like there's just no planning involved at yeah. all gets to the town is like well i guess i'll find somewhere to live yeah somehow yeah um no thought going to that but when you can fly around on a broom yeah you well, probably just do, do that. that well yeah she's a mess <laughs> <laughs> Um, Hopefully she doesn't start her own delivery service, am I right? Oh, oh no. Did you I, watch the movie? I only watched it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like she makes a right mess when she arrives in town, doesn't she? <clears throat> she causes like a, um, a pile car up. crash. She almost gets arrested, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're introduced to Tombo Tom- at this Tom- point. Tombo, the little twink. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I burst out laughing when came on screen like oh my god look at this he's such a fresh faced young man god yeah he's 13 do you know who he's played by who is he played by um do you remember the son in mrs doubtfire no No. (laughs) (laughs) do you remember that guy it's him i mean no i don't remember i remember the troy mcclure more than i remember yeah i mean anybody's gonna remember troy mcclure more than this guy from mrs doubtfire can we talk about who plays kiki then if we're gonna Oh, some unknown actress called Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, which I didn't, I didn't before. clock at all until like was it the same as with um Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill, like oh, Mark Hamill's voice is very different though. Yeah, yeah, I feel like would we know any of these if we didn't really know? True. I was like listening out for Kirsten Dunst's voice. Yeah, mm. and there was one point when she was like, "It's me, Kirsten Dunst." Very <laughs> we've been we've been going back and forth like as we watch these in each podcast, being like, oh. Is, did Disney make this dispute this one or like who cast the voices and that? But it was this is the first movie yeah. that like Disney distributed. This was like the movie yeah. which gives me signs that a fifteen year distribution plan with Disney for. Ah. Um, so I think there is another English dub of this film. Oh really? But then this is the Disney one. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were, yeah. You were uh, looking for the Disney one, making sure we were watching the Disney one. Yeah. Um, and Kirsten Dunst, I think, is really good. Yeah, yeah she's was, great. Yeah. Like, I think she does a really good job. There was that bloody Anna Paquin in the pig. Oh, oh god, god. hey, Paquin! Anna Paquin, get off the back But yeah, like after making a mess in this lovely town, um, she kind of like gets like shouted at and told to leave by quite a few people, and then yeah. eventually, just as she's about to give up, and Gigi's like. Oh, maybe we should go, you know, like find somewhere else to live. Um, we meet a very, very good, good, good lady, um, yeah. Asono, who's just like so lovely pregnant. and oh, so, so yeah, pregnant. also very pregnant. Yeah, um, like just big pregnant. Just yeah, pregnant is just like a body yeah. size. Yeah, thing. I, I wouldn't have. I kind of was like, is she pregnant or is she just large? And it wouldn't have been until they were like, oh yeah, I'm expecting. I'm like, oh okay, but it's kind of weird seeing an animated pregnant lady. 
Um, I'm like, mm. it's not really something that's used much. Like, I don't know. There must be another pregnant person. I'm not saying person. she's the Let's only just have one. Devin so we can see. Yeah. <laughs> um, but pregnant. like, it doesn't really serve the story, so it was just a nice little touch. Yeah, although it is, it is nice that like, um, like she, we meet her like at this point in the movie, and we've already even versus like, um, Laputa and Totoro especially, although I guess the main characters count, but like. We've already introduced, been introduced to like three really strong, like well-defined female characters. Like yeah. twenty minutes into this movie, mm. like her mom is great, Kiki's obviously awesome, and then yeah, Sona straight away. And it's funny that you say, oh, like the pregnancy doesn't really serve a massive plot purpose, obviously, until the very end. Mm. But like it's you know sh- she's like she's a uh, a mum, she's pregnant, she runs her own business, she's like taking on lodgers, yeah. she's getting shit yeah. done, like. And it's another sort of delivery service. <gasps> Oh yeah, I remember turning to you and saying, "Oh my god, she's gonna deliver that baby." That <laughs> Lots of delivery happening. Yeah. Um, that was good days. delivery of that line, that bit that you said. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, Kiki starts this kind of conversation with her and offers to like, I guess, someone leaves like a thing in the shop and then Kiki. The pacifier. Um, and and she's very ambitious. She shouts down a very loud. Yeah, Excuse me, you forgot <laughs> your pacifier. I'm like, she ain't gonna. She's hear you so though. far away. She's miles and away. She's like, I'm gonna go find her. I'm like, you're so pregnant. Like, <laughs> it's like, and then she went into the shop and she's like, oh, everyone get out. <laughs> <laughs> the bread will still be here when you get back. <laughs> and she's like, I'm gonna walk like three miles <laughs> to come so do this thing. Speaking of bread. Yes, we weren't. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> you said bread. Yeah, it's true. I was just leading you into <laughs> what? Foodio. Foodio, give me. Oh. <laughs> this is Studio Give Me, a podcast within the podcast about the food of Studio Ghibli. Yay, Studio Ghibli! Oh yeah, I had another one from earlier as well. I forgot that I do this. Was it Kiki's really boring-looking sandwich? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was the cow's breakfast, which was the hay. <laughs> it was the first time where I was like, ah, food, good, write that one down. And then yeah, bread. Such. Delicious looking bread. Yeah. Oh. Should we tick off all of the br- the food? Yeah, go for it. I okay. feel like if you've got, if you've got it's list, the only thing I write down. <laughs> Big old heaps of hot chocolate when they go and have mm. a like half a cup. Mm. Which is great. Mm. Half That's a cup. Good. Yeah, you don't want your hot chocolate to be half the hot chocolate. Oh, okay. yeah. I mean, there was only half a no, cup of the powder. product. Oh the my god, pow- that's a lot. Yeah, no, it was a big scoop. Abby's there, like, what is that? That's normal. And <laughs> um, then I wrote down when that lovely man who helps out the bakery, I wrote down that man is made of bread and muscle. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He they is made of bread and muscle. Yeah. And muscle. He's got a great face as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's very just like very lightly illustrated almost. Just sort of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, it's just plain. It, it's cute. Yeah. Um, there's a pie later on. Nice pie. I wrote nice pie, but not Ghibli nice. It's <laughs> good. What, where is the pie? It's the, oh, the, the fish pot, pie. The, the chicken pot pie. Uh, no, it's fish. herring and um, I can't remember. It's herring and something. It no, it must herring be. and pie. Herring and pie pot pie. pie. Isn't <laughs> it like exactly herring it. and some sort of fruit? No. <laughs> herring and pineapple. <laughs> oh, that sounds quite good. Yeah. Oh. Herring and pumpkin pie. Oh, I mean, doesn't that, that doesn't sound, sound that nice? And she, but she does a nice little bit of um, pastry work. Yeah, yeah that's good. and we'll wrap back around to the whole, you know, oh, pie scene because it's a bitch of a granddaughter. Yeah, we'll get back to this. One last food. Sorry, I stuck thinking of bitches. And then there was the Kiki cake that they made in the window. Oh, yeah, she came back. Good. She was like, big hug. Now, when you say the Kiki cake, do you mean 
the cake that the old lady makes for Kiki, yes. or do you mean, is it the made bread? of bread? Oh, right, yeah, there's two things that oh, are made yes. for Kiki. There's the bread, Reef. Kiki, the wreath of Kiki bread. A wreath of Kiki bread. <laughs> That's her name. Um, and the Kiki cake. Mm. And that concludes Foodio Give Me. I'm going to give this, like, I know we haven't ranked it so far, but this is at the bottom. What? <laughs> this is quite um, no. They died of malnourishment. Okay. Oh, yeah. Fuck it out. I don't know if we can rank the food in that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Grave of the Fireflies, bad food. Not enough of it. Kiki's <laughs> <laughs> Delivery Service. Bottom of the. Uh, you're spot. saying that Kiki's Delivery Service has has worse food than Patsu uh, and Cheetah's fucking weird half egg sandwich. Oh, yeah, but half egg sandwich wasn't all there was. When she made all that food for the yeah. airship, that was like. Peak, and then when they were eat, when she was eating the ham, oh, yeah, the very that true. was great. Okay, very so very that's true, number true. one. I can't remember Totoro's food that well. There was a little nut. Okay, so okay, this is second, but it's kind of the list. <laughs> second of four. Um, okay, back to the, back to the other podcast. Blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, so yeah, she does. She makes the delivery for Asuna, delivers this woman's um, pacifier pacifier um and then asona's like hey like it looks like you don't have anywhere to live they come and have coco why don't you come stay here um she has that like room upstairs that attic um which is so nice yeah. like very dusty very dusty yes. but this was the point in the rewatch where i was like oh fuck like i love this movie like something about it especially when i was younger like mm. really um like it spoke to me like the idea that she like she like flies away to this like seaside town she like lives mm-hmm. on her own in this like attic with the view of the sea it's just so like picturesque and perfect and something very like special about i don't know something about it i just really thought was like so lovely yeah definitely i put um making me want to move to a seaside town yeah eat bread yeah just completely which is what i do now just not by the seaside eat bread (laughs) 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 um and yeah like at at this point like kiki's already like kind of getting pretty settled into her like adolescent life it's pretty impressive that like mm-hmm. she leaves home two days before and then is like has someone to live has a job yeah because <laughs> like, i thought it was gonna be like let's go spend a year learning witchy things but no let's no. go and get a part-time job no. like, how well, do you become a person as yeah. a witch contributing a member of society job. yeah, yeah. How, how do you become a member of society through the gig economy that's <laughs> <laughs> basically what this, this she literally says i know we're probably going to get into themes no let's save that yeah I've looked in TaskRabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she picks up like two jobs, and then while she's at those jobs, she picks up more jobs. She's a Always bloody handywoman, isn't she? Yeah, I mean, like that is like, th- I mean, this moment, like her getting a job. There's actually like a really um, interesting thing that I was reading about. Uh, there's like a couple of tell-tell moments in this um, film that's like nods at the idea of like adolescence and puberty and stuff more than obviously like it goes full force in terms of the themes of her like moving out and living her own life and mm. being interested in boys and all that stuff um mm. there's a moment here the first morning she wakes up at uh a sono's like flat she like goes out the door and um the man made of bread and muscles <laughs> is like flexing and like lifting stuff and she's like <gasps> and like runs back inside uh, yeah, which is a very yeah. like um like her kind of like realizing who she is and yeah some really interesting stuff there and there's that weird bit where the man the bread and muscle man like flirts with Gigi <laughs> <laughs> he like winks at Gigi and Gigi's like <laughs> I love Gigi so I much like the cat is is me 
Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a great bit. Um, yeah. So like they, because oh, they like, like Harold and Sona go shopping and stuff and like try oh, and yeah. flesh out the thing. There's a, another um, cute moment to, like the Cinderella thing um, where Kiki stares at a pair of ruby red slippers oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. a minute, which is obviously like big nod to Wizard of Oz. Um, and then speaking of Gigi, we have the cute moment where like um, Kiki's staring out the window at um, her neighbour, who yeah. we learn like in a small snippet of dialogue is like maybe like a professional fashion designer or something. Yeah. She's a woman that, again, a woman that lives on her own um, and she has like that great, great like snooty white cat mm. that like mm. looks at Gigi and then it's like, hmm. Like, it's very good. It's yeah. very, very good. Revolving there, That's right? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's it's, a great romance that we needed in this film. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> is that one the little baby Gigi's at the end? Oh. Oh. So I don't think it's this cat he's talking about. I feel like they see, th- this might be me jumping in, but we're, uh, which is my favourite quote from the cat. Um, he sees, I think it's the other witch. No, no, that is the cat. Is that I, the cat? If you so he cat. says the line, her designs may be fabulous, but her cat is still a snob. Which doesn't really... But maybe that's just him learning, and then he realises he sees through it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. At the start, she's very standoffish. I thought you were going to say my, my other favourite line from Gigi, the whole movie, which is, like, super weird. Um... So when Keith takes her like first job from the another ginger woman at this moment, mm. lots of like redheaded ladies in Ghibli yeah. movies. I don't know mm. what that's what that's about, but they're mm. there. Um, there's like the wealthy the wealthy woman comes the wealthy woman comes in to give like Kiki her first delivery job, mm. and she has like a cage with a blanket over it, which and you're like, maybe it's a bird, and then you see like inside the cage is the weird stuffed cat. It's so weird. She's like, I want you to del- deliver this to my nephew really rogue present for a birthday like yeah. a toy cat in a cage, in a cage yeah. um, but then like there's a great moment where Gigi like looks in the cage and goes but that's me <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it's so weird and when they're shopping he does, he sees that little picture of him oh yeah it's so cute it's so strange yeah. that the cat keeps on maybe they did that so we're just we're like oh that cat's a thing in yeah. that town that well, people like that cat, cat. <laughs> it took me a while to realise that she's the only one that can understand the cat yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So at first I thought everyone could understand the cat, and then obviously like he's he is just a black cat. He's a cat. I'm also thinking yeah. like in hindsight, this is proper like 80s cartoon marketing, isn't it? Like because G- like the, the image the image of Gigi yeah. the cat is like really really famous, and people have like mm, tattoos yeah. of Gigi, and like you can buy Gigi on all sorts of merch. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. in the movie there is a toy version of Gigi yeah. that he goes, "That's me." That's very meta. Yeah. I, it was just he hilarious. Buy me now. 5.99. <laughs> Use code Gigi. <laughs> um, so yeah, she goes to the um, to do her first job, doesn't she? Yeah. With the cage. Yeah, uh, and they're like flying over the woods. Oh. Big gust of wind. With ca- the geese. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What sound do the geese make? Not hot, which I thought no. the noise that geese make, no. but a different noise. That's very. Yeah. Was it? It's more like. Um, yeah, that sounds like a goose. What, what? Edit that one out, please. My, my goose noise. Yeah, what was it? Oh, that's quite good, actually. I, I feel like it might be more I feel more screamy, like... <laughs> <laughs> this is... What I, um, what I'm trying to sabotage this point. <laughs> it's working. What I really love about this bit is um, she sees them and they're flying next to her. She's like, wild geese, they're coming with us. And you're like, no, nah, babe, ju- you're just in their way. <laughs> <laughs> just move. Um, there's, I think this is a good moment to like um, talk about like 
one of the big themes of this movie, which is obviously like birds, birds, <laughs> birds um, aerodynamics, kind of all of this stuff though. Yeah, like flight, right? Like uh, flight is uh, such a big part of this that's, film. That's definitely why I said it. Um, like obviously, like Kiki can fly. Kind yeah. of a, a touch point in the movie, um, and all the shots, all of the like, the animation of her flying is mm. so good. Um, we have like yeah, this scene with the birds where she's like totally in sync with nature. Yeah. Um, apart then. Which is then juxtaposed, I guess, with the birds like hating her. Well, they were mm. not happy. There's the crows. The crows. Um, but then we also get like, um, obviously, like the zeppelin in the town that's like grounded and yeah. uh, the aviation club. Yeah, yeah, the aviation club and Tombo's bike, it's like flying bike. Um, Just me and Zachary being like, I really like planes. He loves the plane. Yeah, he loves the plane. Well, like, well, I can probably shoehorn something. Well, like, I was, because I was thinking, like, oh, it is funny that we get a lot of flight in these movies, and like, I, I'm in Laputa, it's like, there's so much flight and so many airships. Yeah. No planes in this one. Yeah, well, there's the plane that she flies underneath immediately. Yeah, the that giant war plane. But yeah, no like plane planes. Apart from Tombo's like modified bike plane at the end. Well, yeah. Oh. And um, also like the main, uh, the only witchy power we see her do is flying. flying. Um, and and like, speaking to a cat. That too. <laughs> That's quite um, a big one. But like obviously flight becomes like it becomes like a very clear metaphor for like freedom and yeah. all that stuff. And like again, crux of this movie is like her breaking away on her own, kind of like leaving home, flying. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really like interesting recurring thing and like when i was looking ahead I'm like oh what's the next movies on the list so it's like we have the one after this whose name i can't remember and then one after, one after that is porco rosso which again is just a movie uh, all uh, about planes uh, and flight mm-hmm. um spoilers so yeah i just thought like it's interesting that it comes up, up again um, and then we have like the kind of ghibli contrast between like what maybe what you could perceive as like natural flight mm. with like man-made flight and yeah and like how difficult it is for everyone else to fly like everyone's yeah. just messing up flying and I mean, even she does, but like, it's just, yeah, she can just fly, and that is a thing yeah. that she can do, and it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. And then, like, when she has the power of flight, like, taken away from her when she yeah. is, like, depressed yeah. and stuff, like, that's a real, like, kind of tragic moment. And actually, we have, like, the birds thing is a joke, but, like, there are loads of birds in this movie. Mm. Like, the thing that she's delivering when she gets, when she's flying with the geese is a cage for a bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff here around. Maybe like, they're just scared. They see the cage. Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think it's a, like a really lovely motif that obviously we see a lot in these movies, but in mm. Kiki, it's just like so pronounced yeah. and it's so like so clearly tied to the, th- the kind of the overall yeah. um, theme of um, the movie. It does then lead on to one of my favourite moments of the movie when they um, get the cage and back from the crows mm. and then realise that. Um, Fake, fake Gigi is lost in the, fake in the Gigi woods. Fake is lost. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what are we going to do? Like, we can't go down and get it. We can't wait until nightfall because we haven't got time. And then she kind of just looks at Gigi and Gigi looks at the cage and he's like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> and then it just cuts to her flying with Gigi in the cage. <laughs> it's so good. And, like, the way they use like the cuts in this film, like the way it's edited, it yeah. feels like like a sort of an American yeah. 90s comedy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so yeah, it's well done. Comedy beats. Yeah, yeah. I was laughing out yeah. loud. And I love that. like I lo- this whole plot bit is so funny that like it's just like in the middle of the the movie. If you read the um like Wikipedia plot, plot recap of this film, this is like there's three paragraphs about this movie, and this bit is like one of those paragraphs about like <laughs> oh they they put Gigi pretends to be a fake cat and they get to the <laughs> like spoiled kid. It's just so funny. Because um, I thought we were gonna get a bit of a montage of all the delivery bits that she does. Mm. Uh, and I know we get this and we go to the. 
and we go to the um, the old woman's house as well. But I thought we were going to see a lot more of her delivery service. Yeah. I'm just disappointed, basically. Yeah. Um, Misled. Won't be leaving That's like my neighbour Totoro. Do you have much Totoro? Oh <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started. Oh, yeah, and Rover the Fireflies. Not many fireflies. Um, there were quite a few. Quite a few graves, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, actually, did the boy get buried? We don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh, stop. Anyway, let's <laughs> back to fake cat and very cute dogs. Yeah. Oh, oh so good. Yeah. yeah, that whole household is very cute. Although, again, another shitty kid that like doesn't have independence oh, yeah. and is kind of like spoiled. We get a lot of like spoiled children in this film. Name is cat. Cat. Is it really? That's so funny. Oh yeah, because they're like, cat, close the door. Yeah. Get the dog to close the door. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird when, um, yeah, when they give like Gigi back to, when they swap Gigi for, for yeah. fake Gigi, yeah. and the kids are like, close the door when you come back in. I'm like, it's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Um, dogs are good, though. This is a very good dog. Very, very good dog. Is this the first dog we've got in the Ghibli movie? Uh, I think a random. <laughs> is a dog. Yeah. Good boy. He's a, oh. such a good boy. Um, I think he's other dogs dog. have popped up, but not main characters. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's definitely not a main character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is in my heart. He is, this yeah. film is about that dog. Yeah, basically. Uh, um, but we do, alongside like the hilarity of like Gigi and fake Gigi, um, we get a really really good moment. Actually, going back to that, that whole family is really shitty. They like take the piss up. The kid, the kid is like, oh, the dog probably too fat and stupid to like realize yeah. it's not a real cat. Um, and the family like, yeah, he probably thinks it's his friend. Like, this is really mean to this dog. Yeah. And he tries to put his bird in that other cage. Yeah. He's like, fuck yeah. this cat. And then he puts yeah. the bird in, and, uh, and then and the mum's like, stop watching the TV! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's very yeah. good. Um, the whole family, very bad. Yeah. Um, villains. Oh, they're yeah, the true yeah, villains they're of the movie. Villains of the piece. Um, <laughs> 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 but, like, against this bit of, like, oh this very cute moment we'd also get like a really cool introduction to like definitely one of my favorite characters in the movie which mm. again whose name i don't don't remember I don't it's um, marissa tomei is it really <laughs> no but it definitely feels like she could be played she's by marissa so tomei. good her name's Earth. It's, oh yeah the one in the woods yeah the lady yeah, in the woods yeah. the painter who lives in the forest um, she looks like marissa tomei from spider-man homecoming oh and it's played by janine garofalo garofalo Gar- she's Gar- played by the, the garofalo the garofalo yeah. yeah but there's no such thing <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, who's Jermaine Garofalo? Janine, I think. Janine Garofalo. She's like she was on Saturday Night Live. You'd recognise her. Uh, she's got like okay. black glasses and oh, yeah. black hair. She may be the one that did the serial um, thing that we showed you last uh, time. Okay. Uh, Jermaine Garofalo. Great part, isn't it? She's great and she has like fake Gigi in her cabin. Um, but we're introduced to her again and like. A, this whole movie is just like here's another strong female character here's another strong female character it's so good and like she's in she's like obviously an independent young woman lives on her own like Mm -hmm. talks a lot about how she wanted to kind of like go to the woods and be have independence and be free um talks to the crows talks to the crows which is interesting (laughs) i thought she was another witch yeah Yeah. in my my memory she like my memory of this movie is like oh she finds that witch in the woods but like But then she kind of like are seeing someone living alone in the woods and being like, witch! <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It doesn't matter that she's eating a child. We just like, assume she's a witch because of the hut. <laughs> but then it kind of goes to what she talks about at the, begin- at the end. Cause she's the one that turns um, Kiki around. Yeah. We'll come back to it, but it's kind of like, it's not about her being a witch, it's about her believing in herself. Yeah. Aww. Aww. Yeah, totally. But what did make me laugh is when she came back to for um, fake Gigi, 
Um, and she and Ursula's like, oh, he's been keep, he keeps me company. I'm like, you've had him for less than a day. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then seeing her character for hours, like, oh, she's actually just very funny. Yeah. Like she's a. She has like the best line in this movie, which is like when the, when they they get they're hitchhiking back to the woods yeah. in the movie, and she gets picked up by that old man, and he's like, oh, I thought you were a boy. And she's like, what boy has legs like these? Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. And it's just like humor that really sits well. Yeah. In, in for now, like yeah, yeah. it's something that she's, she's been in a she's brilliant. these days. Um, and it is nice, like off the back of uh, Lapis especially. I think we walked away from like, oh, like Dola's cool, but like there's no other ladies in this movie. Yeah. Game of the Firefighters doesn't really have any. It has like a shitty aunt. Um, oh, don't, don't even start. get me started. And it's nice to see a movie that like <laughs> <laughs> really gets into the flow of like what we'll see. In, I think moving forward, and like all of the yeah. movies, it's just like oh, just like really good portraits of women yeah and it's also like maybe not so good ones as well like such variedness yeah like you've got yeah. the really shitty teens and the really snobby witch but you've also got like the really lovely mum figure at the bakery you've got this really cool person like it is all very different levels yeah, and yeah. Of like not all strong female characters have to be a hero yes. and like yeah. cool yeah. yeah like they can be like villains and yeah, yeah yeah um and we get like speaking of like so she she does she, she kind of we solve the problem with fake Gigi. Um, they go back to town, um, and then like we have like a really cute um, like. Uh... Um, there was one bit in the cabin. Sorry, when she was talking about her painting, and then she says something like, "Oh, um, maybe I can come back sometime. Maybe I can paint you." Uh, and then okay. Gigi says. Naked. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I missed that. Gigi. What's going on, Gigi? Oh, yeah. That's weird. Like, go find that cat already. She's <laughs> obviously got you some things to work out. Um, <laughs> but like, she goes back. She goes back to uh, the bakery. Bakery. She like has like a normal kind of time there. Like, works at the bakery. It's very cute and very like yeah. pedestrian. Um, this whole movie, like we talked about it earlier, but like it's just not about witchcraft. Like, yeah. it's a slice of life anime. Like, it's literally about like a girl living in a town has a yeah. job. Um. But just the tone of that, I think it's so much love in it and so much kind of like joy. It's such a joy to watch. Mm. Um, speaking of strong female characters, she th- we then get introduced to she gets she does a job to go meet the um, uh, old woman who's making the pie. Yeah. Um, and then just before that, Tombo invites her to like a, di- a dance at the aviation club. Um, um, but she does this job um, for this old woman who like wants her to take a pie to her niece's party. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, like you say, immediately introduced the two other two other much older women. Yeah. Like such a range of um, women of all ages in this film, which I think is really cool. Do you want me to tell you who they are played by? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. That's my job. Yeah. Because I'm obsessed. Um, so Ma- Madam, or as she's called, Madame. Yeah. That's just her name. Um, is played by Debbie Reynolds. Oh wow! Yeah. Which That's is very cool. sweet. Obviously, very sad as well. Mm. Um, and then Bertha or Bertha is played by Edie McClurg or McClurry, um, and she is the secretary from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh really? Oh, yeah. She's so she's so, so good. good as as well. like, He's a righteous dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my favorite line in anything I've ever heard. Um, she is crazy. In this film. She's That's so good. It. Yeah. She's like like my favorite when, later on, again, spoiler alert. Um, when they see the all the craziness happening with um the blimp yeah is that what it's called um zeppelin yeah airship and she's like oh no the airship is going down and then you can just see a smile yeah she's so excited by it oh my goodness this this woman she loves violence um yeah we mentioned like the weird the weird herring pie that she wants to make um an interesting thing here about like uh something that i picked up on like we talked about the the kind of the like rural versus metropolitan theme Mm. um 
And like, I think you can distill that further down into being about like tradition and new ways of doing things. And, and there's kind of lots of things in this movie that around that idea, like Kiki's dress, like she wears a black traditional dress, but with a like big red bow on it. Mm-hmm. Um, when she first meets Tombo, he's like, oh, you're so old fashioned. Like it's her kind of like bridging the gap between the things her family taught her and kind of traditional stuff with the new life in the city. Um, but there's a really like funny micro example of that in this bit with the fish pie, which is that the microwave doesn't work. Mm. And so they have to use the old stone oven. Yeah. I thought it was like a cute kind of like extrapolation of that idea. I'm glad they didn't microwave that. Yeah, so I. Really gross. <laughs> well, I think it was a normal, it was like an, a modern oven. Oh, just oh, a okay. normal oven. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I think this like, is supposed no. to be... 40s, 50s, so yeah, pre-microwave. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes, pre-microwave. PM. That's what, <laughs> that, that's what that means. <laughs> Actually, I ain't got a clue when microwaves are made. No, neither. Um, um, 60s, 70s? We don't know. Um, this brings us to the next probably, segment of a podcast within a podcast. Yeah. The science bit. American Dream kind of post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Oh, uh, yeah. 60s. I think it's late 60s. 50s. Mark, find out. I'm going to find out. Um, Good podcast. Let's do so, a little song while Mark finds out. It's the Mark finds out. Let's have a Mark keep. Mark finds out. Oh, I've just put one the, of the podcasts. Stephen! Oh, Stephen, cut all of this. Stephen, um, well, the micro. Okay. The truth about science. We, what? 1946. Oh, that's oh, what I said. So, yeah, I think, I think it's. Percy Spencer. I think it's a microwave. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Oh, what we should have done while we were waiting. Okay, we should pretend you're looking. Good work, Mark. We should have just gone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I've got it. Ding. <laughs> anyway, we didn't do that. Um. So yeah, so they cook the fish. Pie, they cook. The, they cook this fish pie. Um. And yeah, like I just think both those characters are introduced in a really like nice, endearing way. Like both those old ladies. She's a bit creepy when you first meet her. Yeah, she's creepy. Yeah, I thought they were gonna snatch her. <laughs> yeah, I thought they, they were like, oh, come on in. I thought they were going to be old witches who'd lost their powers and would snatch her and try to cook her up. Oh, you're thinking of sort of stardust shit going on. I don't know. But, like, again, that's not this movie, right? That is no, I know. Yeah, I was like, waiting yeah. for some mild peril. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there really is none. Um, none. Apart from. When she always got hit by the bus. Yeah, yeah and, like, and when they fall down the thing on the bike. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty Spoilers. powerful. Yeah. Um, and the blimp nearly killing everyone. But, oh, yeah. Everyone. Uh, Airship. Sure. She, so, yeah, she, they cook the fish pie. They go back to... Uh, she's like... Cook, the fish pie takes way longer than she planned for it to. So yeah. she's like going to be late to the party that Tombo invited her to. Which she's, she's like... Slow cog. She's really like heartbroken mm-hmm. about. Which is interesting because this is the point maybe that we're kind of like... Kiki concedes that she quite likes Tombo and would like mm-hmm. to do... Like, mm-hmm. maybe go on a date with him and go to like a little party. It's very cute. Um... She drops off the pie to, again, what must be like our fifth or sixth really shitty teen in this film. Mm. Mm. That spoiled girl. Oh, it's like, it's, it's repeated teens. They're the ones that are like mean to her when she oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the car. Yeah. yeah. But, but but we have like Mean Witch, Ket, yeah. this this shitty, this shitty, this shitty girl, <laughs> Tombo's friends. There's like a whole bunch of them. Yeah, the yeah, shitty yeah. girl is one of Tombo's friends. Yeah, yeah. 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 and even the I mum mean, was shitty still... as well. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't like grandma's old stinky pie. Yeah, it's so mean. <laughs> it is a haddock. What is it? It's herring. herring and pumpkin. pumpkin. I could yeah, see why she was great. like, oh, grandma's put some random collection of leftovers <laughs> in a pie again. <laughs> oh. Um, but she. I can't remember what happened to this point in the movie. 
Um, um, so the she, pie gets wet. She misses. No, the pie doesn't get wet. Oh. She saves the pie, but her and Gigi get wet. Yeah. So she like goes home in a straw. Because I'm not going to the bloody party oh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. That's the point where and I was like, Kirsten Dunst is good, actually. Because yeah. yeah. she yeah. says something like, no, I'm not going. And I was like, oh, that's a good <laughs> Kirsten Dunst impression. Um, and <laughs> the next day she, she wakes up Ill. and she's ill. Which is like a very childlike thing, right? Oh, yeah. But and she's got the flu. <gasps> oh, that's cool. When she has the flu, she can't fly. <gasps> oh, oh. Is it at this point that she loses <laughs> her powers? <laughs> She's yeah. yeah. Or is it is it when so like she she's is it starting her losing her powers? She, she can't talk, she can't talk to Gigi, which is so yeah. sad. Um, yeah. And she also says, sorry, we'll come back to that. But she also says to um to a lady at the bakery, "Do you think I'm going to die, Osana?" And you're like. Calm down, babe. <laughs> and also, like, oh, you're a child. You've got a cold. Yeah. Like, you are still def- most definitely a child in this moment, even though, like, you live on your own and, like, work quite a good job, it seems like. Mm. You can't look after yourself. Like, you didn't know. You got home in the pouring rain. You just b- b- went to bed straight away and didn't, like, yeah. j- use a towel. Yeah, and a constant theme as well is, like, oh. um, I'm going to give you this much for your services. Oh, really? That would be great. And, like, like, like oh, this what? much for me? Yeah. <laughs> um, I did have a note earlier, oh. though. There's a point when um, she tries to, like, Give Asono like something for free, and Asono's like, "No, I pay you." I'm like, "Yeah, she respects the value of labor." I'm into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. good. This is another. This is classic Kirsten Dunst, Dunst films where someone like loses their love interest and starts losing their powers, just like in Spider-Man Two. Oh. <laughs> and Jumanji. Jumanji with Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, yeah. the little baby. She's a little baby. She plays Robin Williams. Oh. <laughs> really good she plays the ball. And that rhino. She <laughs> plays the ball. <laughs> she is both done. It's a one woman show. It's like the social network. Right? Just <laughs> CGI both times. Ah, uh, with the winkle by. Yeah, I've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone too far. Um, Play by Andy. Circus. Yeah. <laughs> 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 She, uh, no way! <laughs> so like, she's all depressed and sad and cold or whatever. <laughs> Gigi <Wow>. leaves. Um, <laughs> but then like, we have a cute moment where Sonia sends one of delivery to go see Tomba. Oh, oh yeah, I've got um, It's like a surprise, which is lovely. Really cute. And then Tomba takes her out on the flying bike, which doesn't fly, which is very sweet. It hovers a bit and then Yeah, crash. and then we think maybe that's yeah. because of Gigi, um, but we're not sure. That's yeah, what and he then says. they never—they never tell you. Just, yeah. He's like, "Is it because of you?" And she's like, "I don't know." Which is sweet. <laughs> oh, also, no, it's definitely the bike because there's nothing to hold it up once it gets going. No, as in it no, starts but... to fly, but it does hover and fly for a bit. Oh, and that's he's yeah. like, okay. "Is it because of your magic witch powers?" And she's like, <laughs> Ma- "Who knows?" He seems to. He calls her Miss Witch. Oh, it's so cute. And he's a bit of a hipster. Yeah, I see yeah. people at work that dress like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hipster twink. Turn up jeans. Hipster twink. <laughs> where's Wally? Yeah, <laughs> where's Wally Cheek? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like the, they go on the flying bike. It's really like a cool scene with her, like it'd be like a motorbike lean in where she like they lean around the corners oh, and yeah. her face is really close to the road. That's not oh, safe. Yeah. Oh, and this yeah. Like a 90 degree yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, like those extreme um, bike races. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing actions. You can't see me. <laughs> so imagine really what I'm doing. There was an amazing like piece of detail in that bit where every time the camera, like animated camera, was on the side of the propeller, mm. it was like you could hear the distortion yeah. in yeah, the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the camera was behind them, you couldn't hear that oh, because that the voice was really, wasn't really going cool. through. That is cool. It blew my mind. That is really cool. That attention to detail. Um, really good. Don't have to think think about yeah. that. So they crash, land on the beach because Tom was going to take her to see the Zeppelin, which he's really excited about because like he 
like every boy in all of these movies is obsessed with the idea of flying mm. at this point <laughs> like i thought like oh flying is a is a uh, Good metaphor for freedom, and then the blimp is called the spirit of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, we get it. Like, okay, yeah, we get it. We get it. Um, and then Tombo's like, kind of shitty, but maybe not that shitty. Friends rock up. They're like, come see the blimp with us. Mm. Kiki gets upset that like, she doesn't feel like she fits in. Yeah. yeah. And but, like, I, to begin with, I think the friends are a little bit shitty, but I think it's her having a bit of that experience and also just don't know how to interact with this sort yeah, of definitely. group, and it's her becoming. An, sort of an adolescent more yeah so. like questioning her identity and kind of like who she is and where she fits in the world absolutely yeah. i think yeah she's just like scared of not fitting in so she decides that the people that they're bad people like mm. she doesn't want to hang out with them so well, she doesn't want to take the risk because yeah. She, yeah. she's already shutting herself off which yeah. is something we probably can all relate to as well growing yeah. up as teenagers I, I liked as well yeah absolutely it makes it sound like we're teenagers growing up as teenagers <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm still a teenager <laughs> um I like the way that like this movie doesn't we don't get like introduced to her as someone who doesn't know who she is and then she slowly works out it is very like like a lot of kind of like being a teenager is is like peaks and troughs right like mm. she's really happy and really excited and gets gets in is having a great time one minute and then then she's questioning everything and then she meets new people make her happy like it is this really kind of like tumultuous time and obviously we end in a place where she is happy and confident and like believes in herself um but i thought it's a nice like yeah because th- this is like three quarters more than three quarters away from the movie mm-hmm. we have this big kind of like crisis because it's from this moment that she like has her kind of like depressive state where she this is where lo- she goes to the woods again isn't it yeah but before before yeah. that she, she like loses her powers like she can't fly anymore she can't talk to, she, Gigi. Can't talk to Gigi, which yeah, is so sad really really sad. Um, really sad and he's off i think it's interesting that he's off with a girlfriend at the yeah. moment because i Watching this back, I was like, I can't remember whether I thought there was gonna be a twist where it's like, it's not Gigi or something, like because yeah, I thought it's yeah, yeah, um, which is interesting. But yeah, she and she tries to fly, um, at night. She realizes that she can't, like, she's lost the power. Imagine if it turned out she could never speak to Gigi. She's not actually a witch, and she's actually been running a bike. (laughs) Really active imagination. Conspiracy theories. Um, (laughs) it's just like the god of death. (laughs) (laughs) Really, you say that because. Is there a conspiracy theory? Oh, oh Gigi could be the god of death. Though. Try harder next time. Just if there isn't a conspiracy, make, make one. Okay. Yes. Um, so yeah. So yeah, she's in this like depressed state. She's like, I'm like lonely and sad on her own, which I think again is like, yeah. Sometimes being a teenager just sucks. Like sometimes it is this mood of like, yeah. Is is my life any, gonna ever be better than this? Like, what am I gonna do? And like Gigi, like. If I was uh, if I was your cat and I suddenly couldn't talk to you, I'd probably be a lot more worried than yeah. it is. It kind of seems to like encapsulate that kind of like teenage thing of oh, is everyone having fun without me? Yeah, like, no absolutely, one seems to care absolutely. About that. Yeah, yeah. Like she projects that like Gigi's just off with his girlfriend, yeah. and actually maybe he's just like, which maybe he's off having kids because that seems to be actually what was happening. Yeah, <laughs> cat sex. Let's talk about that. They have got the spiky penises. I don't think we've talked about that. Oh, yeah, the corkscrew. Yeah. Find, Find out. Find out. Find out when that was invented. When were cats invented? <laughs> okay, Google. When were um, cats invented? So then Ashley <laughs> returns to the bakery um, because like, she was like, oh, I told you you were going to owe me a favour. No, you were, you were never going to come visit me, yeah. so I thought I'd come see you. Which is really sweet. so lovely. And again, this character is so good and she has like a big hat on and she's just like <laughs> tromping through the town yeah. it's so good and she's so so like good in the cabin in the woods which i think is really lovely um and it's really good like when they're talking i think it's just, we've mentioned it before it's like a whole really good metaphor of like mental well-being and self-care yeah. and the fact that 
I'm in the woods and I do this and I do that and then you get one of the like my favourite lines of the movie. Go on. Okay. I was just doing your face. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, one of my favourite lines of the movie, so this is um, Ursula saying it's Kiki, so we each need to find our own inspiration, Kiki, sometimes mm. it's not easy. Oh, Which is nice. like, it hit me hard, guys. Yeah, yeah it's it true. Hard. It's very, very true. Very simple words, but very meaningful. And I just, it was a really good, this was the dramatic finale. Yeah. That was really nice in this film. Yeah, it's like, this is definitely the end of the plot almost. Like, obviously yeah. we have the big climax, but like, yeah. this is the journey that Kiki goes on. Um, I'm also like obsessed with whatever that painting is of. I wish I'd done more research because I feel like there's I wasn't some, expecting that. There's, some, yeah, there's, an, there's an image there that we're not... There's a read there. There's something that's going on in that picture. There's, like, there's a giant bull and she's on a winged horse. Like, yeah, which are images we don't have in the movie at all. I'll tell you what's going it's on. another god. LSD. Oh. Oh. Yeah. She thought... She, <laughs> <laughs> she thought uh, fake Gigi was just a real cat. Like, I can yeah. talk to crows! <laughs> <laughs> um, another sorry, really funny line from this point is when... Kiki is climbing into the bed and she's like, sorry for taking the bed from you. And you're like, are you sorry? <laughs> you're in the bed. Fine with it. Sorry, Kiki. No, it's okay. I didn't really. <laughs> just, I like acting disappointed when you talk. Oh. <laughs> I was just going to say that that painting's probably more of those like gods, yeah. spirit gods and all yeah. those ones that, makes that sense. we don't that know makes anything sense. about. Like those foxes in Totoro. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, yeah, like, basically she has this kind of resolution, this re- realisation almost that like, Sometimes it's okay to be uninspired. You just have to kind of believe in yourself and, like you say, like find your own kind of path and your own inspiration. Yeah. Um, and then does she? Do they get a broadcast? When no, she le- she she leaves, doesn't she? She gets in a cat taxi and she leaves. She um she gets a she got um a call from Asana to say that old lady wants help delivery. Again. Yes. Oh, oh, Christ. Yeah. Look at how long this film is. It, <laughs> it, it was, it was a lot of it's, like, yeah. it, it's just like lots of like mini yeah. mini stories. Vignettes. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, it's, it's, so it's based. So Favorite it's based. Word. So the movie came out in 1989, um, but it's based on a series of novels um, ah, by a Japanese author. Uh, but the first one I think came out in like 1984. So yeah, it was based on one book which was short stories but only because of the popularity of Kiki's delivery service did they make did she write any other books afterwards oh I mean, really? she too happy with the oh, money adaptation yeah that's yeah. interesting like yeah it? because it does definitely feel like which is that's kind of what I really like about this film I really yeah. love yeah. the like slice of life vignette stories of like I could I could go for like yo you give me this as a series Give me, do that with pl- give me 20 episodes of like Kiki just doing different journey, like different yeah. deliveries. I'm like, oh, one time she gets stuck yeah, in the woods yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, her and Gigi abs- just, yeah, absolutely be here for that. Such a laugh. Um, so we'll just wrap up because like just for the, the plot yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, she does this does this last delivery delivery for um this old lady. Um, and then we have like you mentioned earlier, they like it. it the delivery turns out to be a cake for Kiki, which is very oh. sweet. Um, really, really nice. Um, Who does she take it to? <laughs> Herself. <laughs> Although at one point I thought the um, the older lady was like, oh yeah, this is my friend Kiki, can you deliver it to her? I was like, oh, we can get really sad seeing where this woman is as sort of degenerated. Oh my God. <laughs> and, then, and then Kiki realised, oh my God, when's your birthday? And then she's like, oh, we're proud of them. And she's like, wait a minute, the town is in danger. But before that, you mentioned it earlier, <laughs> it's, so, it's so good. Like that's happening in the like foreground and in the background 
the old old lady played by the SNL woman is like, there's been a terrible accident. <laughs> like she's so into the drama. She's like turning the TV up, watching the blimp crash. It's so good. Oh, she's like my favorite character in this movie. Impression. There's been a terrible accident. She's so excited <laughs> by it. Yeah. She's so excited by it. Um, and then obviously Kiki's like, oh my god, I gotta save it. They see that like um, tombow. Basically, the blimp has crashed, is like got loose. It's too, the winds are too strong. It was tied down to the beach. Yeah. Um, and everyone's trying to stop it. And then it lifts off the ground. And then we see that like Tombo is attached to, the, to a rope connected to it. Why didn't he let go? Who knows? So why were they trying to keep it down with one police car? Yeah. I mean, it, mm. bad, bad logic all around. <laughs> um, so that's what you get if you try and shoehorn a blimp into this thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Literally, the um, biggest transport modes you can find. Just whack it in the story. Yeah. Guys. Um, but then, yeah, so, so the, the blimp is loose. Um, Kiki realises that, like, in order to save Tombo, she's going to have to get back on the broomstick. She's going to have to fly again. And we're like, is she going to be able to do it? She actually has a cool moment where she, like, takes a... She's like, um, excuse me, sir, can I borrow your broom? And he's like, I'm not giving you my broom. <laughs> and she like, takes it, which I really love. And it's just oh, like, yeah. any old broom. Any which broom I think will do. Just any broom will do. Which is back to my favourite movie, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> oh, no. They do the same, but they do it with a vacuum cleaner. It's very funny. I won't get into it. I feel like I've spoken about Hocus Pocus enough on these podcasts. I'll leave this one. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> and yeah, like, I always feel like this part of the movie is, is like kind of super inconsequential, right? Like, yeah, she saves Tombo, basically. Obviously. We see the old man in the in the clock yeah. tower again. He's yeah. he's being good. Just like lives in the weird clock face. Yeah. Um, she flies in up. Mortal she, danger. Yeah, he's yeah. like, jump off. He must have a lot of time on his hands. Uh, hey! <laughs> That's not even making sense. That would have destroyed the clock. Oh! Um, but yeah, she 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 she, she does it right. She can she can fly again. She yeah. rescues Tombo, yeah. um, and like her powers are restored. She kind of understands more about who she is. She believes in herself, and it's very, very sweet. And then Gigi approaches her, and we see, I think at this moment, that Gigi has, like, little baby Gigi's, yeah. which are very, very cute. Oh, in, like, the post-credits post post yeah. post yeah. scene. post-credits scene. With the bit everyone's so excited... Sorry, were you? When Gigi comes back, does he speak again? I don't I, think he does. He just I don't think he does, but apparently in some dubs, he oh. does say something, but in the Disney dub, he doesn't. Because oh. I'm like, oh, so... so they'll never speak ever again yeah I was just sometimes that's sad. Yeah. that's um, kind of sad you never knew the last moment you could talk to your cat oh <laughs> I mean she can still talk to him he just won't talk back talk at your cat now <laughs> um, what I find really funny though is that everyone cheers that they've saved this boy and she's done a really good job and the whole town are like oh my god this is amazing they all like crowd round under this blimp that is still wedged in between two buildings that poses quite an immediate yeah. threat to the rest true, of the street. Yeah, but then all you do is just pop it and it just... <laughs> <laughs> as long as there's no kids on it, that's Because yeah. even the um, the captain in the blimp is just like, well done, kids! And you're like, no, you're still in danger. Um, but witches. Yeah, like, uh, but that's... This witches movie, this movie end, like, that... Literally what happens is she get, rescues Tombo, they land on the trampoline, and then cuts credits. Yeah. And then we have obviously have a post-credit scene with, like, her family arriving, is that right? No, she's written back to her family. Oh, she's written back to her family. And, like, her mum's still making potions, fucking them up. <laughs> she's like, oh, my daughter's written a letter, still make a potion about it. Um... <laughs> I didn't watch that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the, the movie ends so, like really abruptly again, just like Totoro did, just like Lapita did. Like yeah. it's very like boom hits credits, um, which I think speaks to what we spoke about last week um, with Totoro. The idea of like the movie does obviously doesn't have a traditional kind of structure, and there, and the end point of this movie is not like this big triumphant moment. Well, it is, but it, it doesn't like 
lead to something mm. more important like the journey really was like the plot of the film and like this is the end cap it's not yeah. the moment where she realizes do you know what i mean like she realizes that she's great and then she does the thing doing the thing is not what makes her great does that mm. make sense yeah i think uh, it has yeah. more of a structure than totoro yeah totoro there's more of an arc yeah for her character yeah, yeah. that you can actually see yeah well not see <laughs> that'd be a different mode of transport <laughs> but in like yeah like in Totoro there's just, it just stuff happens yeah yeah um, and it's cute whereas in this stuff happens and she learns something and it's cute also very cute yeah, yeah. so yeah, do you feel like because I feel like earlier you were kind of saying that like you kind of felt the movie was a bit long is that something you um, yeah I felt it, I just like just recapping it yeah. and being like and then that thing happened yeah, and, and I didn't feel like it was over long when I was watching it I didn't feel like it's, oh, two, hours, it's, two, hours, it's two hours maybe it's a full it's yeah. about an hour and 40 minutes oh okay fair but it's lo- that's in long for an animated film yeah, yeah. in comparison to like Lapucho where lots happens and it's like two hours and yeah. there's long extended scenes whereas this yeah. it was long lots happened but it was very like punchy vignettes quite quick almost, yeah. vignettes yeah, yeah I, but now like, compared to La- like Laputa is felt watching Laputa was like this is a long like yeah, we watched that's it that's the only reason it, like, t- sort of correct you because Laputa is yeah. two hours yeah and, and it feels it and we watched yeah. it in two, like we watched it Laputa in two settings and it felt yeah. like fucking hell this is a long world movie yeah and but since what you said like about oh, I wish it was like a series and like I could just see yeah. like an episode a week mm-hmm. of yeah delivery of the week like, yeah. it's yeah. so it's so great and yeah, then you could have a whole episode about the Zeppelin getting away and like that's like a whole that's like the whole story episode, that's yeah. a story yeah, yeah like yeah it, it definitely has that kind of feel to it of like um it's lots of mini stories and I think that's what drew me in so much as a kid and like mm. the idea of it's because it, it feels like a fleshed out world mm. it feels like you get a real glimpse at like someone's yeah. living a life um and and I just like and and like you said at the beginning where we get introduced to the town is drawn in such a way that you feel like lots of people live there and there's lots going on. This movie is like a dip into this old lady that lives here and the yeah. family that lives outside the woods. Like, it feels like such a fleshed out world and it's a place that I want, like, you want to live in. Like, for me anyway, like, then this movie, I was like, I want to live, I want to, I, I, it was a weird moment for me. Like, there was a real nostalgia of like, oh, I think this is like a movie that really affected my like vision of what being an adult would be like because mm. like mm-hmm. i want to live there like i want to mm. ha- have like an independent life and like yeah, like yeah. something about it was really really spoke to me as a kid and i still did now going back to it being like this is really a really interesting portrayal of uh that moment between childhood and adolescence and what yeah. that means for you as someone who's becoming an adult um yeah. and like what you think adult life could be like versus what it might be like in reality um, it's just a place I, I yeah. want to live in. Like going back to it, it gave me the same the same feeling. Mm. Um, yes. Did, yeah. <laughs> Someone else? Because like I mean, we're running quite long. Like not running quite long, but we're running long because it is. There's a lot of pattern in this movie. Does anyone else have anything they want to kind of like retouch on or dig into? Um, I I liked the sort of the f- this one was not the first, but like it said something new to me. Like all all the other films have like said something about like uh what war and nature and yeah. independence and like family model mm-hmm. this one said something about like why why we work almost or yeah. like not why mm-hmm. but like working to fit in with society like yeah. she like finds her place as herself by working as a delivery service person but then 
that was how I thought about it at the start. But then all the people she delivers to are just not working. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's yeah, like rich true. people, rich old people, yeah, someone who lives in the forest. And I guess she kind of works by painting and she, yeah. I don't know, she maybe she sells her paintings or whatever. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's a weird, it's like how, mm. like how a, how a town functions as a, like, group yeah. I quite like and that. it's um it's good to see her just really like yeah I'm gonna do a delivery service yeah, yeah. Like, there's no shame in that which is nice like she definitely reminds me of like a character like Kimmy Schmidt yeah like she's just like has so much optimism about the world she's like I'm just gonna yeah. do this and it's gonna be fun yeah. she like, literally says my skill is that I can fly yeah. how can I use that yeah. so like she literally that's so like here is the thing I can do yeah, how yeah, can yeah. I turn it into a job <laughs> that's very impressive for a 13 year old yeah. like I still don't have the I don't know what my skill is. No. I, yeah. Hi. Can you come into oh, it? and I can reference Hocus Pocus. If <laughs> <laughs> only that was a page. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I think. There's, yeah. There's a lot there in terms of like it's a much more personal, maybe not more personal story because I think Tojo is it's also an intensely mm. personal story and, and um, Graham the Fireflies as well. But there's something. This is about people and about growing up and about um, childhood and more than that. And I think like. It's a weird, maybe the three of us are like in a weird position to say it, but like it's a, it is a movie about being a young woman and like transitioning from being like a child to like a, um, a teenage girl, right? Like, I don't know, like, not, not to like put Pretty you on the spot, but Abby, like, were you a teenage girl? <laughs> I can confirm. Okay, yeah. okay. But like, when did you anyway. stop knowing how to fly around in your little broom? I still have my little broom. And why do you still talk to cats? <laughs> but like this this does feel like distinctly like a a story about um femininity and like women and like we see that in the peripheral characters but obviously like kiki's journey is but yeah i think it's universal but i do think and like maizaki's gone on kind of record and when he talks about this film was like it being about like young women and japanese women and like what independence might look like and Mm. i don't know i think it's a really interesting um thing that he does with this film um cool okay well we kind of like i think this is because there's so much in it i think by running yeah. through kind of what happens we've mm. touched on lots of areas that i really yeah. wanted to speak to yeah. yeah should we rate some things let's rate some let's rate some, some movies we've got so a where new, is it well we and abby have got a new thing we want to rank i don't know if we mentioned this last oh. time but go, go, can go. we rank the old ladies Oh. Because yes, we yes, were talking yes, about yes. ranking the dads, and then we were like, "There's only actually two dads so far." There's a daddy in this movie. There is a dad. The, the bread roll, the bread, bread and muscle guy. Yeah, yeah. Because he does become a daddy at the end. Well, I'm yeah. assuming he's does not he? Like, what? Yeah, 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 he is. Yeah. Um, um, let's rank these old ladies. Lady. So we've got uh, what was the first one? <laughs> okay, so we've got yeah. So Dola, Dola. Shout out to Dola. She's very good on the cusp. She's she's still like very active as opposed to all the other old ladies. Yeah, those grannies. <laughs> what could we call it? We'll find out next week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> grand, grand, grand. The Grand um, National. <gasps> oh, yes. yeah. Very good. Done, done, done. Oh, my God. Oh, no, that's the 18th. That's Indiana Jones. So. Grand Prix? No, Grand. Grand National. I like Grand National. Yeah, Grand National. Grave of the Fireflies. Is there an old lady in that? What's the aunt? Oh, no, there is an old lady. No, there's not an old lady in Grave. So the aunt, so she is the low down the right list. One. Let's not even no. no, no. You don't have to. There doesn't have to be no. an old lady in it. Um, and then Granny. Granny and who's oh. great. And yeah. then who's the one in this? So I thought there's two. Straight, yeah, yeah there's well, two. there's three. There's so many. There's the old woman that's hanging out with the mum at, at the, the start. Beginning. The grandma, her mum. 
you mean? Yeah, she says when you Miss were at home when because you're my no, daughter. Yeah, Miss Dora. So her Dora. actual gran. Yeah, but also, lady with the cataracts and precisely. Yes. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course, so there's the, so the, many the, old ladies. Powerful access is Should we group the two ladies that live together? So Deb, Debbie Reynolds' character, Madam, and yeah. and Bertha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I think they're top of the list. Oh no, Dola! I think Dola's top of the list. My list. Oh yeah, Dola's top of the list. Um, so I um, okay. I think I've got oh, already got hot takes on Grand National. Um, Grand National. Yeah, the Grand National. Oh, okay. Um, I think I think Dola is great. I think she's. A top. I think if this was, if we were just ranking characters, <laughs> Dola would be up there, right? Mm. I don't think what makes her great is that she's a grand or an old lady. I think no, but she's uh, just a badass. Now we're talking about how we're gonna rank these. Yeah. Grands. Well, for, so for me, for me personally, I think that's how we should rank them. For me personally, not because they're old, but it's. No, but we're saying like, the are they? But I'm saying like, and she, they're grands, yeah, or exactly. are we ranking them in terms of how good a grand they are? Yeah. No, we're great. No. We're rating them. Um, so you're just arbitrarily saying if like, you're over sixty, you get you get put in the to get national. into yeah. this yeah. competition, you have to be a grand. Yeah. But we're judging you on your. But they don't necessarily have to be a grand. Because I don't think Dona is that old. I think Dona's like 40, 50. Oh, but she's like, but look at her husband. He's an old husband. Okay, yeah, he's, right. he's, yeah. he's yeah. quite an old husband. Age. Maybe that's not called <laughs> grands. But grand national is such a good oh, pun. That's called the matriarch national. <laughs> um, so, are we, so maybe we'll work from the bottom up. Um, yeah. Are we happy with Miss Dora? Are we going to rank Miss Dora? No. Is no. that the that's how who's that? Kiki's grandma. Oh. No, it's not. So we're rank- Okay, so we're ranking. No, it is. Because no. she says to her, she says to Kiki's mum, "I remember when you left home when you were." No, little. no, she no said, she I remember when, when you first arrived. Ah. Oh. Oh. Be a very weird thing to say if that was you. <laughs> <laughs> um, when the stork brought you in. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense now because I was always like. Well, why is she? She's the daughter. Why is why she still with her parent? Yeah. Because yeah. okay, so this so film's we're, good now. So we're ranking <laughs> Dola, Granny from Totoro, and uh, the old lady, Madam and Berta. Oh, oh, I don't know, you guys. Mad, I mean, there's a horrible accident. <laughs> like, it's such Very a good, good, good moment, and she's so excited by it. I'm gonna go Madam and Berta at the top because they're so fucking sweet. Dola, and then Granny from Totoro. Mm-hmm. What about you, Abby? Granny's good, you know. Yeah. Mm. Granny's good, but I don't think she's. Berta and Madam are actually going to come last. <gasps> upset, upset. This is the thing. Just because they creep me out far too much. <laughs> Cataracty eyes and patriarchy's eyes. Yeah, she's pretty, yeah, she's, she's a bit much. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not massively into. Um, Madam. Madam. Um, I think she's sweet. Though. Maybe it's just she her with Debbie Reynolds too much. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, then. Granny and then Dola, I think, probably. Okay. Um, How are we going to measure who's on top? Uh, well, we've got this wall chart here. <laughs> <laughs> well, from next week will be easier because we can decide where people slide in. Just we're catching up, aren't we? Can but we, but we not, how do you reach consensus about where people go? Well, what, you say yours. So I'm going to put, uh, because of your arbitrary age rules, it's going to have to be Dola, uh, Horrible Accident, and Berta. No, horrible accident. Dola, horrible yeah. accident, granny. And what about Eddie? Have you said yours? Mine's Dola. Yeah, that's the same. Okay, so Dola's at the top then. Dola yeah. at the top? Yeah, because Dola's like first, first, second, second. Third. Oh, no, no yeah. Do- yeah, yeah. But first, first, second, second. Yeah. And then 
Berta and Madam, because so they're my first, second, 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 third, and then Granny at the bottom. Upset. Okay, that's we've got we've got a good. I mean, this this is going to get become a wild ranking. Yeah, we just need to keep on like keep a list. What are we gonna do when we watch House? Very yeah, Spirited Away. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna remember this moment when you told me that that Dola was a Granny for when we do when we watch House. I'm excited. Um. Uh, because yeah, yeah, because of that. No, yeah, I think yeah. yeah. Okay, no spoilers. Cool. Um, okay, so that was the castle, the Grand National, uh, <laughs> the bit where yeah. we ranked the grannies. Um, um, and then ranking the just to recap yeah. the food, it's Laputa at the top. <laughs> <laughs> this is just me. I rank yeah. these. You do as guys. <laughs> well, you, you, you did convince this motion. No, you yeah, Laputa at the top. I did a good argument. She had yeah, the you did, you did. And then oh, yeah, this second. Acorn film, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> and then Grave of Fireflies. So that that awesome. Probably shouldn't even be in the list. Because <laughs> there's fucking no food in that film. Oh god. Guys, I've just I've just gotten over it. Right. Now it's time to rank the actual movies that we watched, not just the food and the old people in it. Um, do those things count? No. <laughs> yeah. So to remind you where we last stood with our rankings, we had Totoro, mm-hmm. Grave, mm-hmm. and then Laputa in that order. Yeah. Where do people want to place top. Kiki's delivery right service? Right at the top. Right at the top. Mm, Eddie? I'm saying second. I would have said lower until this podcast and you guys have like brought out the good the things Kiki about this. The Kiki and me. I'm saying oh, top. I'm saying I'm I'm putting Kiki on a broom is flying right to the top of this list. <laughs> um, I love this movie like yeah, we all too, do, but like uh, I just adore it. Like I think it was as cute as Totoro, but had the substance that I like in a sort, yeah, of, in this sort of movie. Mm. Yeah, and um, strong female characters. Yeah, so I mean, very interesting. Flirting. And like not just strong female characters, like a movie about women. Like yeah, more yeah. more than just like paying lip service to that idea by <laughs> having like inclusion. Like it's a movie about that those themes, which I think is super. Yeah, yeah um, valuable. I don't know if Abby's looking at me because I'm going to point out the same thing she's thinking. But our list is currently in chronological yeah. order. <laughs> so oh, in re- like reverse. Newest, like oh, that's, newest in, newest that's interesting. Um, okay. Maybe they just got better as they carried I think, on. I think. I think. I think. I think Totoro and Kiki are, are like tied really close. I like Totoro yeah. is an amazing film, and like I think when we like after we watched it like we raved about it mm. like it Totoro yeah. is fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching when we ranked that we were like it's going to be really hard to knock off the top <laughs> yeah. and then we're like <laughs> knock it off the top <laughs> we'll really get rid of it. maybe we'll um, assess our ranking policy after the podcast has ended about you know do we are we allowed reshuffles things up. Yeah, yeah I think we can okay so what's um, next week then next week is microwave noise I thought we were just silence while we were looking. Um, whilst I'm doing this, um, are we going to sign off this time? What's the sign off? With Abby's. Guys. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I really missed that last week. Yeah. Can we do a big meow like the bus is here? <laughs> yes, please. <Yeah. laughs> um, are you fine? Okay. Yeah. Meow. It's, yeah. it's what? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. so yeah. shall I just do that bit again? I don't again? even know. I'll just do that. Um, yeah. So what movie is next week then? Uh, the next movie um, that we're going to watch and review is 
only yesterday, which is a movie that I absolutely haven't seen. Um, there's, a oh. couple, there's a couple on the like, I so I when we started this podcast, I was like, I've seen all of the Ghibli movies. I love um, Studio Ghibli. But like going back through this list, there are a couple like Only Yesterday, which I've are, never even heard of this one. Um, so uh, Only Yesterday I... is, is a Takahata. So this is like full uh, Miyazaki, um, and Only Yesterday is like full Takahata. So it's way more like grounded and about like mm. real people and real life stuff, which is super interesting. So I'm, it'd be okay, interesting cool. to compare too. Um, but yeah. That was uh, episode four of Wave Cat Bus. Uh, Abby, what's going on? Um, we got to go because uh, we've got a bus to catch. Meow. Okay, bye. 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 Meow. So sexy. <laughs>